This is Hash It Out, presented by Hash Sports. Let's go. marshmallow little edm bringing it back to a hash it out podcast um yeah i don't think we've used a house song in quite some time boys b mac how we doing oh do it all right i think there's a slight little delay going on of course um i don't know edm has never really been my jam that song was all right though we didn't let flow as much as we did on the first one but anyway we got a very special edition coming up we uh we got ben and BMAC per usual, but today we're introducing uh, Kip Bayless, um, Mississippi State grad. He's going to join the podcast and uh, show him the ropes, and he's going to you know, eventually take off on his own journey. What's up, brother? Hey, I appreciate y'all having me on this evening. Um, thank y'all again for letting me join the team. I'm excited. Um, just to touch on what you said, uh, yeah, Mississippi State alum, Dallas Cowboys fan, so I feel I could probably butt heads with all you assholes, so I feel that may be a nice little intermediary. Nice red team to all y'all's blue. Um, but besides that, um, excited to be here. Excited to talk sports, talk gambling, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Oh, we'll butt some heads here. I mean, yeah, that is I'm not scared. no doubt we will butt some heads. And – the only thing me and Zuo agree on are the reps. That's true. Wait, so so you're a Cowboys fan and a State fan? So I actually was a Cowboys fan before I was even a State fan. Um, I was a fan of Troy Aikman when I was like five. He used to come to the Jackson Zoo is how I originally met him. And then uh, just kind of followed the Cowboys through all the shitty years of Qu- Quincy Carter, Drew Bledsoe. The constant repeat of VPPs and head coaches. So I was a Cowboys fan, and then a couple of years ago, after being ridiculed all throughout college for us not being successful and having all my Saints fans around me in Startville, um, they 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 drafted Jet Dak. And when they did that, I'm not gonna lie, I got a lot of hate messages from my friends telling me to go to hell because they now had to unfortunately cheer for uh, the Cowboys, just as the Rebs cheer for the Giants and Eli. There's a lot more bandwagon maroon fans uh, on there, so I'm excited uh, to have more folks yelling with me than yelling at me. But at the same time, the bandwagon's kind of getting full, so I'm okay with that. Yeah, you don't have to worry about any bandwagon for Dak over here. <laughs> um, B Mac, I, I feel like him and fucking Robo would be a match oh made God. in heaven. Ugh. Robo will bring the numbers. All right, so let's get into it. Big weekend in uh, in golf. They had the British Open, and you know I liked it. I mean, I love I love the majors, but I kind of wanted to see closer. You know, more than two people down the stretch there. And I mean, impressive as it was, Jordan Spieth was wire to wire. Um, you know, I liked him before. He, he kind of lost me a little bit. You know, he did a lot of bitching and that 45 minutes he took on hole 13 and all those other little antics kind of pissed me off this weekend, BMAC. Um, how do you feel about Spieth? Um, you know, he was so dominant there for a couple of years and then he blew it and, um, I felt really bad for him. Uh, so I've always kind of wanted, I always was waiting for him to come back and, be great but he's still like what 23 so it's kind of hard to be that sad for somebody who's 23 years old and he's already got 150 million dollars but either way yeah you feel bad for guys already has two majors and like just bought a 15 million dollar house do i feel bad no let me read this let me read the stat line for you so that year he won the masters what 2015 
He won the Masters, won the U.S. Open, came in second at the British, and came in fourth at the PGA. Huh. I mean... Well, that's why, that's why I felt bad for him, is he blew it, and I kind of like the guy. You know, I always liked the Tiger era, whereas Tiger versus everybody else. I want another Tiger. I don't like watching, like, six golfers compete. I want the one See, guy. I just, can I jump in here? I have to stand up for yeah. my American here. I find it fantastic. Not only is Jordan vying with, like, a Rory of the Euros and J-Day of the International, like Jason Day, but now he, they're both at three majors. So they're both looking at who's going to get the first career Grand Slam. Rory's relatively young. But my favorite part about Jordan Spieth is he's a little bit more cool, calm, and collected than his friends Ricky and Justin Thomas and Smiley Kaufman, who they all vacation together but collectively he has three more majors than all three of them combined so I, I love him I find him fantastic he's great for the sport he gives us our new tiger I mean obviously as everyone saw this weekend with the three majors at such a young age first person since Jack to do such so he's actually ahead of the tiger curve as of now I love him I think he's great for the sport whereas yeah, but, had nope, Kuch- no, no one's no one's all right, so I hate when people say it's great for the golf. Everything is good for golf. You know, there's a billion young people out there. It's all good for golf. No one's debating that he's a, not a phenomenal golfer. I'm just saying I like, everything he did was annoying that week. I mean, yeah, he won, he dominated, but he was just a, a little bitch. And I like the guy. I do, but, I mean, he, he, he took 45 minutes. I mean, he liked the guy, but he was acting like a He bitch. totally threw Co- – and everyone, let's get real. Everyone wanted Cooch to win, okay? I love Cooch. Everybody wants Cooch. Everybody, everyone wants Cooch. Everybody wants Cooch. Everyone wants Cooch. Two years from now, nobody would have remembered who won the British Open at the, this past weekend had it not been Jordan Spieth or Rory McIlroy or fucking like Ian Poulter, some goddamn Euro. Like, if it had not been Jordan, if it had been any other American, nobody would have remembered this at all. But now he's so, like... So if Ricky Fowler won or Phil Mickelson won or Dustin Johnson won, no one's remembering that either, right? Phil, I think people would have remembered because, I mean, everyone remembers after he won the Scottish. And Ricky, because it had been his first. But no one would have been like, oh, that's Kuchar's first of many. That, that's the story that would have been the case with Ricky. So I think Jordan was our best bet there. I think he does better than Kopka in the winner's circle or the Chinese gentleman who ended up in third. I got to go for my boy. I don't mind if he goes wire to wire. I love seeing someone just go out there and just rape the course as well as the com- competition, despite the front. Don't sleep on the game. Don't sleep. Like, dude, I, think, I think you're underestimating how much all of them, all of golf and all of the world loves Coocher. They weren't cheering for speed. They were yelling Cooch. People <laughs> oh, They were yelling Cooch. And by the way, I don't like Cooch is the man. He's not going to say anything. But that 45-minute delay, I mean, come on. That definitely threw Cooch off his game. It had to have. That's just what the best was. I agree. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> so plus, plus, if if Cooch won, he would have continued the trend of first time major winners on tour this year. So if like, it, it would have been three of three going into the PGA. Yeah, because you have Sergio, you've got Kepka, and you've got and if Cooch would have won, it would have continued the trend. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, whatever. Smith won. I don't. He just you. you I just he was annoying. That's all. He was just he just pissed you he off. He was just really him. annoying, especially Sunday. But whatever. I mean, I have a question. So, would you say that the storyline would be better if it wasn't Jordan vying for a career Grand Slam? If we were looking for a fourth first, a ver- fourth virgin for the fourth ma- major? Because I think the the career Grand Slam would be a lot cooler story for us to be talking about in three weeks than us to be like whacking our tally to a fourth rando like Brant Snedeker winning his first major. 
Who's Sned Daddy? I mean, <laughs> see, the problem is, I, I think it's just a matter of I think it's just a matter of perspective here. I would love Coocher winning this over Spieth, just mm-hmm. coming up with a Cooch victory. I mean, I would, I would love it. I mean, is it better for you know people to watch multiple champions and probably earn more ratings for uh, for the sport? Probably. Do I want the coach to win? The coach to win? You're goddamn right. Yeah. See, here's my thing. I don't root for the golfer. I root for the golf course, honestly. Like in the U.S. Open, really. I mean, I like. I, I feel like these last two, these last two majors weren't very hard, honestly. I mean, there's a shitty condition two days for like a couple hours. Other than that, I mean, I don't know. I like I like to see uh, I like to see the golf course beat the players up a little bit, and I mean, I just don't think anyone else. I'm just really, really pissed that Phil Mickelson didn't do anything. He did shit the bed. But I, I'm not going to lie. The British Open is never one of those ones that's like, oh, here's the course. It's going to be brutally difficult like a U.S. Open where you go two yeah, or yeah. But, but usually like awful conditions, you know? That is true, yeah. So, I mean, I was kind of surprised to see 12 under won it, you know, especially yeah. when they were tied at nine with four holes left. But at the same time... It's hard to complain about some guy just beating the shit out of the last five holes, going what five and four under. Yeah, it's that, was, yeah also, that was filthy. That was filthy. Taken away from my taken away from my point. Didn't last year wasn't Mickelson and Stenson like negative minus seventeen, like going birdie, 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 birdie back and forth. So who knows? You know that that was cool to watch, but I guess I'm just kind of more pissed off at the U.S. Open. I'm putting it out now. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I feel the British runs their tournament better than the U.S. Open, personally. And that, that's coming from a guy that literally hates all the Euro golfers. I love going over there and just stamp, stomping on their graves and taking their trophy back here. A lot of pride in watching Spieth do that. But at the same time, like, yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, that, they, they beat the shit out of that course last year, especially yep. Henrik had like a 65 or 63 on Sunday or something crazy like that, 64. And then Phil shot like a 66 and still couldn't keep up. I mean, and they were 10 yeah. shots ahead of everybody else in the field. So I'm not going to complain. I love master. I love majors golf. So I'll take it anytime I can get it. Mm-hmm. So, so for those of you who don't know, Kip has been blocked by half of the European Ryder Cup team on Twitter. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's not too guy, bad. That's like that's like headstone material. Guy, I mean, probably... Get one more. Get one. Get one more in there, and you're in the Hall of Fame. The fourth is the fourth will come directly after you get the third. Yeah, I've been uh, respectfully. Poulter and I have had our uh, words to verse each other a couple of years ago over the Tiger Woods fiasco that happened when his wife should not have thrown that through the back windshield of his car. Rude bitch. But um, we got into words over social media that weekend, and I think CBS Sports published it and then ran with it about Ian Poulter slandering Tiger, and they used evidence of me arguing with them online. And then since then, I had to create a new sports account, our new Twitter account when the Ryder Cup started last year because I couldn't yell at any of them. It, literally, I couldn't get any of them to take my uh, my tweets seriously because I was blocked by all of them. So I started a new account. So we'll start fresh in 2017. Ian Poulter has been asking for it for years. And nobody likes Ian Poulter. I mean, just just walk, just walking around, just the way he's walking around. I mean, you pull you. I'm looking at Ian Poulter's face right now, and it's the most punchable face I've ever seen. No, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think anyone disagrees. Nobody likes. Nobody likes Poulter. Get Poulter off my pocket. He almost lost the fucking his tour card too this year, which is been funny. He should have some bullshit like gl- yeah. glitch in the yeah. system. Like he got like ten extra points to get him or ten extra dollars to get him above the cut line for the medical. 
excuse that he was using. Like, yeah. Polter yeah. <laughs> Nice little, you know, Sandy Vagina apparently is a medical excuse on the course now. True, true. But anyway, I, so let's, uh, let's get into a little, uh, little NFL. It's, uh, you know, the dog gate of summer. So obviously ESPN and all the other fucking channels are beating the shit out of the, you know, summer camp and practice and everything. So I know Ben wants to talk about the Madden rankings. It's really got him. It's really grinded his gears. Uh, <laughs> so, all right, Ben. Ben, why don't you lead us off here, buddy? You really did not like O.J. Howard at 82, did you? I mean, does anyone like O.J. Howard as the number two ranked first-round pick? I mean, I don't disagree with it. I actually, I actually like O.J. Howard. Throw Evan Ingram up there, all right? Yeah, well. Kiss my ass. Come on. Let's be serious. Evan Ingram, Evan Ingram doesn't have the blocking. It's a tight end. Like, you know, I mean, it's just a little bit of blocking, a little bit of catching, throwing a guy that's probably an 86 or 87 or 85, 86 in speed. And I mean, yeah, he's an 82 in Madden. That's how that works. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate it. I mean, who is number one? Miles Garrett. I mean, okay. I mean, Trubisky, but I mean Trubisky yeah. was a 77. I thought that was a little bit, a little bit. Right. Same guy that drove a Saturn Ion to pre- uh, training camp. Humble tight move. I mean, somebody had to. Somebody had to throw the Bears a bone after that. After they just got wrecked by the 49ers on draft day. Yeah, that was embarrassing. But uh, what else we got on the? Uh, what was Fournette at Ben? Uh, Fournette was a 78, I believe. Number four is an 81. 81. Uh, yeah, Jamal Adams Ooh. next. Mike Williams, Christian McCaffrey. I mean, what was uh? Whatever. What's his name at? What was uh what what's homeboy for Central Michigan? Went four overall. Uh, what's his name? Corey. Corey Davis. Corey Davis. Corey Davis is no, that, no, that's uh. Yeah, no, the fast receiver is a guy from Washington. John Ross. The Bengals. The Bengals. Yeah, he was a seventy-seven on there. All speed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, speed kills, but you got to be bigger than five six to use it. So. I haven't played Madden in a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute for me as well. I haven't bought him that since, I don't know, since Calvin Johnson on the card, maybe? So now, so my roommate has an Xbox, and I'm pretty positive you don't even buy video games anymore. You just download them. Uh, yeah, it's true, which is annoying because it takes two days to download. And now I couldn't even tell you if there's a Madden curse or who the fuck's on the cover of them anymore. But Tom can't... Brady. Uh, well, that's deservingly so. Maybe it'll be yeah. a little bit. I mean, the best player of all time, but, you know, give him the cover once, I guess, you know? Anyway, BMAC, this next – all right, so, yeah, NFL, you know, we'll be getting into this. This next segment is probably my, my favorite time of the year in any sports, uh, the MLB trade deadline. And who's buying, who's selling? This oh, – DVD right on cue yep, with one of late. the three soundboard sounds we have. <laughs> That's my favorite, okay? But, hey, BMAC, let's uh, – Let's start off. Let's start off with the with the teams buying. Um, let's go. Let's start in the AL East. Obviously, Red Sox. Obviously buying. Um, I think they need some front end rotation help. Uh, Eddie Rodriguez came back and has been getting shelled his last few outings. David Price um, has never lived up to what we paid him, and he just got into a weird feud with Dennis Eckersley. Anyone see that? I did not see that. It's a weird person to get in a feud with. Yes, he's still the guy relevant. Who Eckersley? Well, he's a, he's an announcer. He's a big time Sox guy. Um, and I I don't know. Like David Price just went off the fucking handlebars at him, and just 
I forgot what it was even about. I think actually said something about him like not being worth the two hundred thirteen million that we paid him, which is <laughs> yeah, that's you know just, that's just how we, that's humans in general. I don't know anyone yeah. worth that much money. Cure cancer, I'll give you one hundred and fifty mil. Yeah, I tell you what, Pablo Sandoval, four years, ninety million dollars, worth it. <laughs> <laughs> what they just eat a fifty-five million dollar bullet or something of the sort? Yeah. I don't know what – yeah, they ate a, and he, he went crawling back to the Giants, which is even better. And then the Red Sox traded for their other fucking third baseman they have now, so they're going to take – Eduardo Nunez, yes. There's been some um, – yeah, that, that's a big pickup. That, that fills a big void for us at third base. I think we got to add another another arm, like a 3-4 like a guy, um, maybe, some, maybe some bullpen help because there's anything in the last couple of years I've told you, it's that the bullpen you know, is the X factor in the playoffs. Yeah, and uh, that's always that's traditionally always been like I mean, at least two teams make that trade every year. The uh, bottom third team in the league who's just got a forty save closer on their hands, and that trade's made twice a year every year at the at the trade deadline. Um, I like I think what's changed over the past couple of years is everybody like all these contracts are just so enormous now that everybody is going for the controllable contract. That's all I hear about. All like like all over the past two years has just been that guy who's still got five years, like forty mil on his contract or thirty mil on his contract, who's a number two starter, who instead of paying you know Doug Fister one hundred and seventy million dollars, you can just pay this kid thirty thirty five million dollars and have him for the next four years. No, that's a good point, and uh, yeah, I think we're seeing you know the the age of the rental players dying out. Um, I know a, a big trade I liked was. Um, the Diamondbacks picked up J.D. Martinez, and he has a team-friendly contract. They have control of him through 2018. And, I mean, that's a team you got to watch for. I mean, that lineup, is, I mean, is unreal. I mean, A.J. Pollock, fucking Lamb, Goldschmidt, J.D. Martinez might be the strongest, you know, two through four hitters you'll, you'll see. Well, let's pump the brakes on that for just a second. I'm not necessarily a Rockies fan, but living in Denver, I've been watching a lot of those. They have a filthy filthy lineup if they can just get cargo going and he's in the five or six hole some nights sometimes even lower it's hard to even argue that they're the best ro- or lineup in the west and i say that from a- no that's you know obviously um yeah the rockies are good man they play in a friendly ballpark they got a solid lineup i'm just saying teams that are adding to their to their lineup you know they added jd martinez i don't know the rockies have been faltering the last you know since the all-star breaks i don't know they're obviously going to try and buy, try and get another arm in there. Um, I don't know. I'm not the AL, the, the the NL West. I think might be the best division or second best division in baseball. Honestly, I can't disagree with that. I mean, I'm sitting over in the NL East, where you know, four of the five teams are under 500 right now. I was kind of surprised with Atlanta, though. They kind of made a nice little first-half push there, especially without Freddie. I mean, they did pretty well. Obviously, they dipped off after being swept by the Cubs to start the second half. I was a little bit impressed with the NL East coming out of the All-Star break. You mean except for the Phillies? <laughs> yeah, I didn't even realize they're still in the majors after. Oh, oh it's – they're – I mean, I'm looking at it right here. BBD is 34, 34 and 64 right now. That's just great. We're 25 games back. That's that's tough right there. 25 games back? Sell the farm. Uh, so, BMAC, here's a here's an interesting one for you. Tampa Bay, the two and a half back in the East. 
they could be buyers or sellers. I don't know. I think like when you have a chance like this with a team like that, you just gotta you gotta go for it, right? Well, this is why baseball is like so interesting sometimes because you can totally like you base everything off kind of the other teams and what you see for yourself over the next like three years. The t- like it's much there's times like this. The Rays, I mean. Two and a half games, do you really want to go out there and spend a bunch of money as a team that you don't have as much money as everybody else? Why not? To try and win when the Reds – I mean, because if you blow it, you're done there for the next three, four yeah, but years. Dude, it's, I mean, we've seen teams do it over and over. Yeah, but I mean, like, they're not they, – they, maybe this is their year. Like, next year, who knows are going to be relevant again? They're two and a half out of the divisional lead. They're, they're have the wild card lead right now. I think they buy. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't. I mean, you only have a couple more years out of Longoria uh, – Steven Sousa Jr. is playing out of his mind. That big, dumb idiot Logan Morrison still hitting bombs. I mean... That dude is still around. I know. I hate that guy. That dude's only been in the league for, like, what, six years? It seems like he's been in the league for, like, 20 years. And he's having a career year, too. But, on a side note, you see the Sox number one prospect, Rafael Devers, hit that first hit. It was a bomb. Rich just get richer, huh? Yeah, I mean the so- I mean the Sox are clinging to a, a one game lead in the East. I don't know. I mean, we need some help. We need an arm. But another trade I thought was interesting is the Dodgers are trying to get you Darvish, which would be scary. That would be very scary. Yeah, yeah, that'd be. I hope not. Yeah, no. that'd be the Dodgers are. I think they're they are the best team in the NL. I think. I mean, even though Clayton Kershaw just went down for four to six weeks. They're so good. I mean, they have these. I mean, Bellinger, dude. Where did this guy come from? Bellinger's swing is so smooth. It's so smooth. He has that. What is it? What do you mean, twenty-five home runs? I watch the Braves. Nobody hits twenty-five home runs. No, yeah. What is? Where do these guys keep fucking popping up from that just hit twenty-five home runs in the first half of the season? Yeah. Aaron Judge. That was cute. Who's the ginger with the big beard that looks like the Game of Thrones character? He's raking as well. Justin, Justin Turner, dude? Yeah, dude. He, he's no. been raking for three. I hate yeah. that guy as well. And I'm not. Oh, I love that. I, I love that guy. He looks like the dude from Game of Thrones. Former Met Braves killer. He Every every year he would step up. I'm looking it up now. Every year he would step up, and I remember I'd be like, all right, Justin Turner. Cool. We can get this guy out. He fucking sucks. And then he would just rake, he would just rake a double into the gap. And then I look, you know what his numbers were last year? 27, 27 home runs, 90 RBIs, 275. What do you mean? Justin Turner? Yeah. And then, I mean, if Yasiel Puig ever figures it out, I mean, who knows, dude? They could be, if they get, and they're looking at Justin Verlander too. I know he's kind of past his prime, but if I'm the Dodgers, I would 100% take Justin Verlander. Hell yeah. To be a, to be a, a three guy. And a playoff experience pitcher. I mean, he can still turn it on, man. I mean, did you just who knows? Did you call Verlander a three? He's a three in that, that rotation. Yeah. Jesus. That I mean, they're going to win an eighty-five I mean, or seven-game series if you pitch two of those, one of those guys twice. That's fucking yeah, absurd, dude. Ver- I think you're hyping Verlander up too much, man. He's kind of had. I mean, he's he's showed flash of the brilliance, but I mean, he's not what he used. But he's behind the one of all ones. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's, I mean, yeah, back in being the thirty second one in the MLB or thirtieth one in the MLB is still a pretty strong place to move into another team where you already have Kershaw. That's a pretty strong. I yeah, would take him gladly. Very, very. Rockies true. would love to have very him, true. as would Texas if they were relevant. 
Are I there... wish I had one of these 32 ones yeah. that you're yeah. speaking of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, That'd be cool. <laughs> what, what other news do you have in baseball? Um, I'm trying to think. Let's talk about Sonny Gray. I mean, he hasn't been moved yet, but everyone talks like he's already been ta- thrown out of Oakland. Yeah. I've been yeah, I've been hearing it for a year and a half now, and the Braves are keep throwing interest at him uh, because, once again, he's got the controllable contract. Um, we're supposed to have six starting pitchers come up. God knows if any of them are going to pan out over the next year or two um, from the last three drafts and adding Sonny, Ga- Sonny Gray to the roster. I mean, something's got to pan out. The Red, Sox, the Red Sox always express interest in Sonny Gray. Every time his name is thrown out there, the Red Sox are among the people about Sonny. I would, Sonny Gray, I mean – he was so good, then he had a I shit. I mean, I think year. I saw that on, like, the bottom line, like, four years ago. Like, it's like, Sonny Gray is untouchable by Billy Bean. And then the next thing was Red Sox showing interest in Sonny Gray. Yeah. So, I don't know. You know, Billy Bean, you know, has about as much loyalty as fucking, I don't know, a Tijuana hooker. But he will trade any <laughs> and everyone. I mean, why the hell would they trade Josh Donaldson? Why did they do that? I know it's old news, but why did he do that? I don't know. We never went over it. We never went so. over that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but on the oh. same same note, I think every player is really stoked when they get traded from Oakland. They're like, "Thank God, I don't have to play and live in this place anymore." I mean, no, but dude, oh, but if you if you're forgetting, dude, Oakland makes some noise some years, and they're like one of the funner teams, to, one of the more fun teams to watch in the playoffs. They got the fucking drum section going ham. They got that shitty ballpark. <laughs> I, Bro, I mean, it sounds like Major League. O. <laughs> policy. Are you thinking of Major League? Yeah. No, guy. I'm talking. I'm talking the fucking A's, man. What? And they never pull the trigger. So. Whatever. The only thing I'm ever going to bring up about the A's is the movie Moneyball, where they basically made it out like they had the team from Major Leagues with a bunch of scrubs, and then just completely forgot to mention that they had fucking Barry Zito, Mark Mulder, Miguel Tejada, Matt Holiday, Miguel Tejada, <laughs> Eric Chavez. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, David Justice was here. Oh, yeah. Well, do, okay. Stop trying, to, stop trying to sell me that Scott Hatterberg's the answer, okay? Yeah, Chris Pratt can take a walk. I get it. <laughs> Seriously. Um, anything else on baseball there, b Um, That's pretty much all I got. Bravo's just so meh. Yeah, the Braves suck, dude. They're not meh. They're, just, they're terrible. Well, I mean, let's talk. There's a couple I other think... folks that are still out there. The Brewers, didn't they make a move today? Are they making a play to try to compete in the Central? We were just talking about Tampa Bay's two games back in the uh, wild card in the uh, AL. Well, let's talk about the Brewers shit in the bed to start the second half, giving up the whole lead to the Cubbies. And now they're making moves to try to stay competitive, with, willing to give away prospects to grab, a, a, I guess, a pitcher I'm... and what else they need. They're... Yeah, reliever Anthony Swarzak yeah, is what okay. I'm seeing from yeah. the White Sox. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna solve all your problems. Um, <laughs> the, the Brewers, the Brewers are right there. I mean, I like when these like teams that aren't historically in the, in the chase make moves. I think it's good. I think it's it's uh, as a little Mississippi State Alex say, it's good for the game. Yeah. And you know well, that's that new that new wild card makes everybody think I just a uh, just a day or two longer. I hate the wild card. I hate that. And VMAC, I know you do too. Oh, I hate it too. I mean, it was perfect. It was already perfect. Divisional round. Yep. NLCS World Series. 
Exactly. That's how I said NL. We don't need a, we don't need a you know a one game. Oh, fuck it, dude. Whatever. The city of Pittsburgh oh, loves being in the playoffs, even if it's just for one day. They're proud to like hang that banner like McCutcheon. They're like, you got us to the playoffs. We're happy for you. So it's good for some aspects, but at the same time, it sucks when you're that team that was alive for one day in the playoffs. I don't, I don't count that, that gives up an infield. That gives up an infield fly. <laughs> I don't count that as making the as making the playoffs. You know, it's like. You make the playoffs if you're if you're there, not in a wild card playing game. It's like fucking those shitty teams like Monmouth State. It's like making the NCAA tournament. There's not 68 Thank teams you. in the NCAA exactly tournament. Exactly what it's like. Exactly what it's for. So I don't know. This is uh we're big baseball guys here, so this is exciting for us. I love <laughs> Bang Bang. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is exciting for us. I love you know people get bored of baseball. I have not. I've been you know I watch my MLB extra innings package every day. I love it so. It's exciting. Humble brag. Humble brag. No, no big deal. Ninety nine bucks. Ninety nine bucks a year. You can have it too. Let me holler at your login. Nah, guy. When are you out of time, kid? <laughs> I think he's sponsored with that plug he just put in there. <laughs> <laughs> we we love giving away free advertisement on the cast too. Anyway, so I know um, I know we, we like to do a little like uh, TMZ reporting here. So I guess we'll. <laughs> I guess Julio Jones lost a pair of. It wasn't $150 million earrings, Ben. It was $150,000 earrings in the lake. Um, I guess you want my thoughts on that. I mean, who cares? I mean, who, that's, what is that? <laughs> I mean, I mean, now, I care because that's the lake that I like. If I go to the lake, that's the lake I go to, Lake Lanier. I'm staring 100 fucking K right in the face, Jew babe. Dude, go get some scuba gear, babe, man. I can get over to Lake Lanier. Yeah, I can go. And, it's 30 minutes away. Well, see, here's the... Uh, here it is. Here's a pro con with that. So any any normal person would probably insure those earrings. You know Julio didn't insure those earrings. So that's just a loss of 150 large. I mean. I don't know how many people have, like, seen things about Julio Jones. The dude is just, like, a straight redneck. Like, he's just like, oh, yeah, like, you know, growing up, just. Daphne, Alabama. Fo- uh, just football. God. Fishing. It's like Patrick Willis. Like, it's like Patrick it. Willis, dude. All Pete Willie's. Instagram are him on like a little shitty boat in the middle of some shithole pond catching like <laughs> like two pound bass. That's what he likes. Our, our, our Fletcher Cox does that. Our y'all's Philadelphia Eagle Fletcher Cox. He's a big. He's from Fletcher Yaz- Cox. He's from Yazoo. He hunts his dick off whenever he's down south. That's I see pictures of him on Instagram with friends of mine. I'm like, holy shit, this guy's just like a good old boy that loves hunting all day. Would rather common, be out there in the field. Common misconception: Black people can be rednecks too. <laughs> The, the uh, I love the uh, Fletcher Cox hunting all the time. He could go fi- he could go fishing in like a fucking yacht with that contract he signed. No, yeah. Go hang out with Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, Jesus. seriously. Yeah. So and then what, what? Any other news in football? Lucky Whitehead went to the Jets. I don't see how that matters to anything. You see that story? No, I didn't see a story. It's a pity okay. So party. well, I mean, the Cowboys cut him because he like missed a missed his day in court for shoplifting or something like that. And somebody stole his identity, got caught shoplifting, used his information. And then they charged lucky whitehead. And then he was like, uh, fucking no. And then the Cowboys cut him. And then they were like, Oh yeah, we were wrong. It was somebody else that did it. And then he signed with the jets. That's Even the six, six Cowboys players have, I think it's six have been arrested so far this off season. And lucky whitehead was the only one that gets cut. 
Yeah, it's uh But let's talk about like the usefulness. They not only just signed Switzer, so they have someone that can be a return man as well as the backup for the slot. But Lucky Whitehead wasn't some like fucking all-star on the field. The no. guy had like nine catches over three years. I think I have like two catches less than him over the last two years in the NFL. Like all he's gotten from the NFL and the Cowboys was CTE. Like he's not useful in any facet. So to say that he wasn't going to get cut two weeks from now isn't like some like – it's not some heartbreaker. Everyone's just pissed that they didn't cut Greg, Hart, Greg Hardy when he was out there like – beating the shit out of women like that's the only problem here is that guy served his suspension and came back and lucky whitehead got cut for <laughs> for false charges i can't even say it with a straight face like that's shitty luck but he it's not like he was some a plus guy out there in the words of bvd he was probably ranked like a 71 on madden yeah he, i mean max I saw what you did there with shitty luck, by the way. Yeah, I'm probably like the I mean, 7,000th person to make that joke in the last <laughs> two days. Um, I mean, it was just like, it's weird timing, but at the end of the day, every GM is going to sit there and go like, oh, he can return kicks, he can get to the quarterback. The, the Cowboys have a team full of stand-up players, so they want to get rid of <laughs> the, one, the one bag on the team, you know. Is that Gregory guy supposed to play football at any point? <laughs> I don't know, dude. That dude's so high right now. It's so it's so hard to keep up with the arrests and who's who and who's torn every ligament in their knee and when do we draft them. I mean, it's just so hard to keep up. As a Cowboys fan, I'm just like, let's just get to week one and see who's eligible by Roger Goodell standards and let's play those guys. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, don't 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 get it mistaken, dude. The re- <laughs> The, the the rules of the world don't apply to the NFL. They have their special set of rules, okay? Um, don't worry. You can beat a woman in an elevator, but you're good to play next week. God forbid you deflate a fucking football and you get suspended two years later. They, 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 don't, they don't abide by these normal rules, okay? So... Kip, why did you, why did you mention he who will not be named? <laughs> that guy? Yeah. Roger Goodell got... Yeah, Roger Goodell could get stabbed in the neck by a crackhead and bleed out in an alley alone, and I would be fucking happy. Okay, how about that one? I take that over. I take yeah, it over man. burning my fucking bridge down. Uh, did Ray Lewis stab yeah, you? Because I hear he stabs people in alleys. Yeah, but that was a long time ago. We weren't. We didn't really care back then. Now, it's pre Twitter. Don't <laughs> you? You can you can beat women and have domestic violence, but as long as you don't fucking have allegations of a football being a little bit under the fucking proper weight, you're good. It worked out well for y'all in the end. So, well, everything works out good for me in the end, dude. I'm a Patriots fan. Come on. You guys should try pumping you know? in crowd noise. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> that's, a, that's a real cute slap on the wrist. <laughs> yeah. God, dude. Atlanta sports is so pathetic. We can't even win fucking cheating. Yeah, dude. I mean, it must get old for you, BMAC, being a you know, a perennial loser. <laughs> My bleach report push notifications. I mean, they're basically a worse form of like obituaries every day. Just something comes up. Your best and team, by the way, is an MLS soccer team. That was brand new last year. I took out Orlando city last week. Uh, David Villalba with a huge goal to, uh, to win that game. David yeah, Villa? That. David Villa? Nah, Villalba. Uh, sorry, I don't know who's on Atlanta's soccer not, team. Not David Villa is not playing. David Villa is not playing. He's not taking. He's not. You know what? Fuck! I don't want to play on Barcelona anymore. I'm gonna go to friggin' Atlantic, Atlantic, whatever the fuck their stupid name is. Playing for New York. 
How much do you get paid by New York? Are we doing soccer? I've been watching soccer. We can do it. He gets paid $5.6 million to play soccer in New York. That's that's a shitty contract, though. Doesn't like It's living in Brooklyn. That ain't no Manhattan paycheck. Doesn't Messi get like $100 billion a year? <laughs> Messi wipes his ass with hundreds. And then doesn't pay tax. And then he doesn't pay the government. <laughs> <laughs> he gets none of it to the government. What are those Spanish guys doing over there? Ronaldo got caught up in that too. Just paying, not paying taxes, dude. What are you doing? Pay your taxes. There's always some corruption going around on the Italian national team. Always, I love it. Oh, the Italian national team. Those, those the Syria I has been fixing games since the dawn of time. That's part of the game. It's like corner kicks, like you know, any anything that has to do with soccer. It's just part of the game. Fixing the game. Dude, G- Gioligi Buffon has been part of every friggin' allegation in soccer over the past 10 years, and I love it, because nothing ever happens. He is, he's been there for 30 years. He has, and he's, yeah, he's, he's going to have been the Italian national goalkeeper for the last 30 years, and he might have the best flow in the game. <laughs> Hasn't honestly. aged a day. Yeah, he's a... He's, he reminds me a lot of Miguel Angel Jimenez. He just loves those, you know, red wines and young pussy. He just can't get enough of it. <laughs> He's like, why would I quit playing sports? I just get laid all the time and travel and cheat on my wife. <laughs> yeah, what? What are you going to retire? Fucking yeah, Yami Yager over there. Yeah, seriously. So uh, that's, actually, that's probably the most soccer coverage we've ever done. Um, the, the Gold Cup, speaking of which, the Gold Cup's about to start. America. The Gold Cup is about to start. Yeah, I mean... I don't know what all these cups are, but I if, unless it's the World Cup, like I mean, you can count me out unless I'm bored and that's the only thing on TV. Like yeah. last night with uh, Roma versus Tottenham, which is a pretty sick game if anybody watched it. Nope, no, missed that one. Judging by judging can't by was Harry Kane out it. there for Tottenham? That's the only player I can name for either team. Dude, he's sick. So, quick little recap. Um, <laughs> No, it's not. We're tapping we're, into we're our Eurobase. Cool recap. <laughs> we are, dude. We can't mention um, Kit Bayless's name because the Euros hate him. So, you know, we'll keep him, we'll keep him as a, you know unnamed source. I cheer for a little ego. Yeah, there you go. Long story short, Roma's up 2-0. Tottenham scores two goals in the last two minutes. And then off the kickoff, Roma scores to win. So, that's the long and that's short of it. That's, that's the long and short of it. So, uh, we can move on. Um, Ben's little clever tagline, the juice is a loose. Um, and I don't think he's referring to the steroids. I think he's referring to O.J. Simpson is made uh, parole, Ben. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. The juice is out on parole. Yeah, and did you uh, – the juice is loose, trademarked by BVD. You're the first one to come up with that, right? Yeah, good one, Ben. Um, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Hertz ni- circa 1989 had that slogan, but uh, – <laughs> um, Anyway, so I'm I'm from the unpopular school of thought that dude, the jury acquitted him. He's an innocent man. Okay, I don't like all this civil shit and these double jeopardies. I mean, let the guy go. You know. I mean, I don't give a shit. Whatever they said. The, they the said reason he was put in jail for nine years for stealing his own memorabilia was because he based because he killed a person. It was retribution. Yeah, I mean. Nine years. I, I don't know. I, I, that, Who that's... serves nine years for stealing their own memorabilia? Well, let's not look at it as his own memorabilia. Let's just look at it as someone that just robbed a, a pe- first-time of- offender. Petty. What? Yeah, does that guy serve nine years? 
fuck no. But at the same time, when you make a mockery and try to write a book called If I'd Kill My Life, This Is How I'd Done It. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They're just waiting for him to slip up again. I mean, everyone knows that he's guilty. The world all wanted him in, and then everybody wanted him out, too. So, I mean, it's kind of fair justice. I mean, it's perfect for America in 2017. We deserve every bit of this. Oh, OJ got clocked. He said he's OJ got clocked going 10 over. Give him 15 years. <laughs> he, uh, he said he's lived a conflict-free life. <laughs> God. Who are, you, who are you fooling, bro? Didn't he say something about, like, I've never been accused of threatening anybody with a weapon or a knife. And everybody just kind of looked at each other like, wait, is this guy serious? <laughs> yeah, he, he, was like, he, was like, he was he was just like flat out wrong about a lot of stuff. He was just like, he was like, nobody's ever accused me of threatening them or hurting them. It's like, dude. And it was like, wait, dude, you went to Did you not watch the trial of the century? <laughs> no. Everyone saw it. Didn't he lose the civil suit afterwards? Yeah. 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 So he has actually been accused by not only dead people and the city of L.A., but also live people as well for doing exactly that. I, I think everyone's praying about the electric scene going down fucking Hollywood Boulevard in the Bronco. That was just amazing. <laughs> he did the worst job convincing anyone he didn't do anything I've ever seen in my life. Like, I've never seen somebody do worse than that. And I watched Laramie Tunzel say yes those text messages are true <laughs> and, and oj Simpson is worse than that. god well so yeah oj he's loose i'm sure he'll you know rob a convenience store here in the near future or something like that so if he doesn't find a way onto the television and make himself a fair amount of money coming out i'm gonna be brutally disappointed in him himself like he's sitting on a gold mine yeah he made these stupid sluts rich. He's going to be the fam- most famous person ever. He could literally do like one talk show a month and make them pay whatever if he just does that out of exclusivity. Does he, he get a, a does very- he get royalties for all these fucking shows? The People versus O.J. Simpson and all that shit. I read somewhere the other day that he was actually like because of some rules or stipulations in the NFL that he's actually been receiving pensions and stipends from the NFL for his tenure there, even while in jail, because there's no like conduct unbecoming that canceled him out. Now, don't hold me to that. It's Twitter. So, you know, it's true. But apparently he's been raking. I mean, we all know all the money came from the naked gun series. (laughs) That's almost better than Bobby Bonilla Day. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I love that day. I love that day. So they're paying him. They're paying him one point three million for another fifteen years. What the fuck? Someone mentioned <laughs> earlier about a former Met being a brave killer, and I feel like everyone could be described as a former Met. Like every time, like someone mentions anything like about the Nationals or like David Murphy or like he's a former Met that just beats the shit out of the Mets themselves for leaving there like it's always great like everyone can preface their title with for kip wilson former met current former met salesman and amateur podcaster kip, i love where you i love where you went there i don't give a fuck i love where you i love where you went there i'm gonna take it one step further everyone could be classified as a former met or a former brave killer because they've had the brain that covers 90% of all baseball players in the history. That really does. It really does. Scott Harrison Jr. fits both bills. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, Jim, nice Jim I, hate, I know we're talking sports here, so I feel I need to chart this in. Uh, as a semi-Rangers fan, you Darvish on the trade block, 3.2 innings pitch, 9 hits, 10 earned runs. 
<laughs> 71 pitches. Can't wait for him to go to L.A. As a semi-Rockies fan, I can't wait for you to be in L.A. Dude, Darvish, dude don't let those stats flee. You, Darvish, is filthy. Sometimes. And it's not the first time through the lineup either, ever. No, I mean, he's been hurt a lot. He's been hurt the last couple of years. If he's healthy, dude, like, and they get him in the playoffs, I mean, I'll take my chances with you, Darvish. Yeah. So, I'd rather see you than you. Kershaw or who's the other – who's the young gun that's out there? Wood or whatever his name is? Oh, yeah, dude. Wood is – dude. Yeah. He just – he murdered it. As a, Rocky, as a semi-Rockies fan, I would rather face you than either of those two. As a full-on Braves fan, I wouldn't mind just having fucking Alex Wood. <laughs> yeah. <He's>, uh... <laughs> anyway, um, so time for our favorite segment. Haven't done it in a while. Um, it's BMAX go-to. I don't know if I should do the intro or we have one queued up, but it's where are they now? Oh, Zach? That was, was, that, was that the intro? Yeah. Was, no, that that, was, was, actually... that, was that you or was that saved? That was pre-recorded. Oh, that was that's, that was beautiful. Like that was way too easy there. Um, right. So yeah, this week, where are they now? Long time coming, but uh, it was worth the wait because we got Andy Van Slyke. Jesus Christ, Andy Van Slyke. Jesus Christ is right. I don't even know who the fuck that Only is. Only number Jesus. You're about to learn. You're gonna learn today. Don't worry, Ben typed up two pages. <laughs> I've noticed that. I was reading it. And I was like, still don't know who. This is. is as many characters as you can dedicate to Andy Van Slyke in his career. <laughs> um, we can, his Wikipedia page. Yeah, just copied and pasted. <laughs> Drafted number six overall by the Cardinals in 1979. Had a 12 year career playing for the Cardinals, Pirates, Orioles, and Phillies. Um, selected the All Star Game three times. All right. Took a silver, uh, took silver Slugger Award honors twice. Was a five-time Gold Glove Award winner. That's not a shabby career at all. No. Um, obviously, my favorite part of his career was this little nugget DVD. Andy Van Slyke kicked up a little controversy during the first Gulf War in 1991 when he refused to wear the Canadian maple leaf on his helmet, insisting Canada was a pacifist, socialist country. And he just got a new fan. Guess what? My name's Kip, and I like this guy. <laughs> Uh, Andy yeah, he, Van Slyke, do you like him? He, he probably voted for Trump, if I, had to, if I had to guess. If I had to take one guess on Andy Van Slyke, it's that he voted for Trump. If there was one more bullet point that I could add as, as Wikipedia facts, this is all from Wikipedia, might as well put on here that, yes, he voted for Trump as well. Um, but, you know, so where, is he, where is he now, Zach? Where is, where he, is now, he now? Guy? It's not where were they, it's where is he now. Um, well, after his career, became eligible for the Hall of Fame in 2001. Uh, didn't quite get a vote, so they didn't. He's not up for it ever again. Um, so he's not going to the hall, which is makes him a perfect candidate for where are they now? Uh, but after retiring, he uh, landed a job coaching. Shocker. Uh, he was the first base coach in 2006 for the Tigers. Um, and came out, co-authored a book called Tiger Confidential, the untold inside story of the 2008 season with Jim Hawkins. I think that was obviously on Oprah's bestseller list. Um, that has many purchases <laughs> as he had votes. Yeah, me and, yeah me, me and him have sold the same amount of those books. Uh, Apparently he stirred up some controversy, and that's why he didn't go back to the Tigers the next year. Which can be found what in his that? book. He was kicking up controversy. I mean, everybody knows Van Slyke was a drama queen back in his day. 
and so now he's got four sons, three of whom played collegiate or professional sports. The other was just a loser. Uh, probably a hot wife. Probably most, if I had to guess, hot wife, another Wikipedia bullet point. Uh, played baseball, or his son AJ played baseball at Kansas, drafted by the Cardinals. Uh, the kid played football at Michigan. Uh, another kid in the Dodgers organization. So he's got some strong swimmers. And any Van Slyke might be the first where they now player that could double for Dirt Sack Player of the Week. Oh, very easily. He could just he could pull both belts, world title and intercontinental championship, very easily. Yeah, we might, I might just uh, recycle this information, put it on as Dirt Sack Guy of the Week. You know why not? I mean, yeah, that's. I mean, he's a perfect he's a perfect candidate for both. The guy called Canada a pacifist socialist country. Mm, that doesn't even make sense, but I love it because <laughs> nobody really likes uh, Canada. Uh, those early '90s, everybody was so coked up. I know. God damn, what a time to be alive. <laughs> yeah, but that's uh, Andy Vance. Like, where are they now? Yeah, so uh, that's the show. I mean, you know, kind of dog days of summer, getting back in the swing of things. You know, introducing Kit Bayless coming in hot with that Mississippi State Dallas Cowboys. You know, we'll take it. We got enough. Cowboys fans in the podcast. Well, let's. Well, I think we still have one topic we have yet to discuss, and we can, I guess, save it for uh, loud and obnoxious. My podcast that airs next week. It'll be dropped sometime in the middle of the week whenever I can get all my shit together with my co-hosts. But I mean, I don't know if y'all preface this. I know I read the article BBD posted about last Thursday afternoon. You know, I don't know if we discussed this whole. Uh... We were trying to avoid that, Kip. Oh, were Chew, we? babe, Chew, babe, I just, Chew, babe, I just got to say, I just love how you tried to slide right past that. I mean, how do we, how do we ignore this? The biggest story. I mean, OJ going, coming out, getting out of jail was like the most page three shit I've ever seen because two hours later, Hugh, the Reverend Freeze, was fired for banging escorts. He didn't, he didn't get fired. And the reason calling, the best, he didn't get calling. Uh, he stepped down. Okay, he didn't get fired. Let's make that clear. Um, and I think, you know, I think he's taking, I think he's actually taking one for the team here. You know, they need to escape. The best part was he called the hookers from a university phone. Guy, get a burner. Guy, get a burner. Quit texting about You can money. still tweet what from a burner. What is this team? What is this? Who runs this fucking program that can't just pay players without texting them about it? It, yeah, like Archie it? Manning, so goddamn old, he doesn't even know what a burner phone is. He didn't buy one for Hugh when he started four Ar- years ago. Don't drag Archie into this, all right? Uh, don't don't, don't into this conversation. <laughs> I think I think uh, the the Mississippi Ethics Commission may be bringing Archie into this here shortly, so we won't have to worry about Mississippi that. Mississippi Ethics Commission, there's an oxymoron. Dude, I want, <laughs> I want all of it. I want, I want, I want the death penalty. Fucking bring it back, dude. Any I mean, we could talk about titles for y'all's 30 for 30 if y'all wanted to. Start making some little, you know, play on words if we wanted to. Or we can wait and y'all can come join me next week on my podcast. But this is obviously going to be a topic of discussion until the whole thing is settled a in September. A cold day in hell. The rise and fall of Hugh Freeze. <laughs> a cold when hell, when hell freezes, freezes over. When, when hell froze over. Dude, so, spin zone. I love it. I mean, we were already fucked as it is. I mean, how much how much worse could it really get? So, I want it all. We've been saying pilot on for weeks now, months. Just I just bring it all. The only thing I want is just an end. Is it just does it just end with like, all right, you guys don't play football for a year. Cool. We'll come back in here, throw some walk-ons out, take 25 years to get back to maybe winning 3, 4, 5 games a year. 
whatever. Just end it. I'm done sitting here wondering, like, well, we got a fucking really good team lined up this year. They're going to be playing golf earlier than I thought. <laughs> uh, speaking of golf and Ole Miss, I did notice y'all's SEC lineup for SEC Network Takeover. Real heater. Uh, y'all had rifling and golf and softball in the prime hours of the day. Y'all really knocked that out of the park. It's a really great time for the Ole Miss PR department. <laughs> Sorry, it's a, it's a little different from Mississippi State's fucking, you know, how to fucking manure a field. Uh, women's basketball. We're a women's basketball school. Yeah. I can't, I can't you, emphasize I, that enough. I even, <laughs> women's basketball. I mean, I'm not going to call it a joke, but I mean, come on. <laughs> it's not serious. Let's get real. Yeah, they beat. This what? is not the time to get. UConn. This is PC America. I'm not going to slander any women's sports at this day. We're going to get in trouble real quick. Except golf. And basketball. <laughs> <laughs> and softball. Whoa, Jenny Finch is an all-star. Is she still play, oh does she God. still play sports? I don't know. She's still hot, though. <laughs> Got to be, right? No, nah, she's deep. She, she was on a celebrity softball. She's all right, dude. Yeah, she was on celebrity softball and gave up a bomb to Ricky Henderson. Dude, dude, what's his name? That's um, not that surprising. Guys. A dude at 60 <laughs> is still better than a girl in her prime. Take that to the Serena Williams bank. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Throw in slow pitch softball. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, we won't beat up the Ole Miss guys too much. Yeah, it sucks. We get it. I mean, whatever. I mean, I, I, did I say I was shocked? You know, kind of. I didn't see that one coming, but whatever. I mean, pile it on. Did I see it coming? No. No, I, I didn't mean, see that coming either. Did I see, did I see <laughs> it coming? No. Was I shocked? No. I mean, this is just how it works when, you know, you're Brian McCarthy and your teams are your teams. This is just, you know. <laughs> Another, it's just it has just been a while since something had gone like terribly wrong because we're kind of in the middle of summer and how wrong could it go? So it was just like, oh, by the way, your coach fucking calls escorts from company lines. That's it's not even the calling company. It's not even calling escorts. It's just it's just the company line. We're so stupid. It's so dumb. What are you doing? Yeah, I mean. Come on, guys. Can we all agree that this is all Houston Nuts' fault? Yes. I don't know. I could easily blame the junkie fan writer for Mississippi State, the guy that has way too much time. Robertson? His Whatever his name is. Scuba Steve. Who is that dirtbag? The guy does heroin, and he's sitting here getting my fucking coach fired? Did heroin. Resigning. Did heroin. The junkie beat writer. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It, I'm glad that he was able to supplement one addictive personality and just take it over to Ole Miss football. It seems like he did real well with that. So he probably did real well with his first, I guess, addiction oh, as man. well. My favorite part is I read a little article on that, and it just goes, Steve Robertson didn't start, his, start this journey trying to get Ole Miss in trouble. But after going through through Hugh Freeze's phone records from, like, January 5th, I was like, who the fuck goes through phone records if you're not trying to... Four and a half years charge? later in a book, <laughs> nine-tenths yeah. written, it turns out it's worth it. <laughs> after, after eight stints in rehab, he really found his calling, trying to sink the Ole Miss program further down. Uh, than it they didn't need too terribly much help. All they needed was... Y'all to treat your ex coach like a real pile of shit, and then here it here we are. I think they probably tag teamed uh, that, was, that. I that mean, was that, another that was just another Rebs thing, just a show of absolute just ignorance. Just fuck you, nut. Please, we're not we're not yeah, giving you an apology. What do you want? We're all Miss. We're yeah, fine. We don't apologize we're to apologize. anybody. We just settle lawsuits. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean. It, 
It's going to be an interesting fall down in the South this year. I'm excited about it. I'm probably more so than two of y'all. Yeah, I'm sure you are. Maybe a couple more of y'all. But uh, including – I'm a pa- – Go ahead. Guy, I'm a Patriots fan. I, don't, I get – I'm excited, okay? We're good. Ole Miss is – I mean, put, I'll put them on the back burner. 15 years later, I'll surface again. But whatever, dude. It's, it's – Good fan. Good fan. Shut up, Ben. We're one of your 19 <laughs> Which one of your 25 fans are you rooting for this week? I'm a shell of my former self when it comes to the football. I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, like, I'm not going to lie about it. Yeah, like, be mac you're what's going to – what happens will happen, and there's just nothing you can do to control it, and you should probably just jump off the top of the tallest building at some point. Well, he doesn't have to. He's a Patriots fan. They were projected to go 16-0 this year. There's no reason to jump anywhere unless it's up to a new tier of excellency. Ooh, nice. All right, Kip, I like that. Yeah. I mean, I'll jump into my sixth Super Bowl ring. That's fine. Well, I mean, you're going to have to go through, you know, the one guy that's probably the most wholesome American in the world, Dak Prescott. I have a sneaking spit. Who, Lucky Whitehead? <laughs> no, he's a Jet now, so you'll have to see him twice a year. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I mean, Dak Prescott, I mean, let's get real. Is there any more of a Dallas loss in their play- playoff loss last Man, year? Man, back-to-back years to Green Bay, I couldn't be more. I was, and I'm not going to lie, I was brutally nervous during that game. I was like, this is not going to go well. Aaron Rodgers plays in the playoffs, and we have a bunch of rookies yeah. in the backfield. But at the same time, you know, it's an experience that uh, we'll take and we'll learn from it. When's the last time you guys won a playoff game? Hey, fuck you. We actually beat the Lions two years ago before we lost to the Packers on the catch that was not a catch. So we ha- Oh, so we have won a playoff game of late, Wild but yeah, they're not regular. They're, they're few and far between since Aikman is retired. Two. I can't remember the last year we didn't make the playoffs. Kiss my ass. Eight years ago. Eight. It's, it, you know what? You know what, Kip? People think it gets old. It doesn't get old, dude. I love it every year. Those first round buys, they don't. I don't take them for granted, buddy. Oh man, so, doesn't matter. It do, none of it matters. <laughs> Is that how you rationalize it? Anyway. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. No, yeah, it's just none of it matters because you're just living in this matrix where Zulo wins everything <laughs> and your team's fucking call escorts and blow 25-point leads in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, Kip, you, you missed a great one after that Super Bowl. BMAC, literally, I thought he, was an, I thought he took a – bath with toaster i thought he died <laughs> i may have to go back and listen to the the post super bowl podcast just, oh you need oh they're oh they're i might listen to them tonight just get myself pumped up after i watch my super bowl win you're gonna tuck that erection back into your waistband the best is that we took callers for that episode <laughs> we took live callers so like someone's mom called in or did y'all actually have folks call in very funny you're, you're a part of the hash sports network now yeah. oh, we had a couple uh we had a couple of trolls. What about Steve from St. Simons? Kyle? Is it Kyle? Who is Kyle? Oh, dude. I, dude. Kyle from... I, dude, that was my boy, Sam. I love that. I love that. Anyway. Kyle from St. Simons. Gross. Oh, man. Anyway, in some other news, uh, a little after show. I'm playing Harbortown this weekend, Ben. Oh, yeah? <laughs> ben with a rousing. Yeah, we're, me and Murray are going up the hill. We're going to Hilton Head. I'm pumped. What's the handicap? What's your handicap? Dude, I don't know. I shot. I hit. A, I played Furman. I played um, last weekend. I shot. I shot seventy nine at Furman. Get the my best round the last. Florida got. I mean, dude, it's it's not like I can still go anywhere from high seventies to high nineties. No. Yeah. No. Very. No. That's exactly right. I just. Um, yeah. I would. I played. That's the best round I played in a while. But I'm probably around like eight. I'm right around eight mid eighties is probably what my my usual score is. But Zulo is. I mean, for instance, a sneaky good putter. 
Sneaky, my short game is sneaky, money. Dude. That's gonna be Jordan Spieth of you. Yeah, if I, I literally, I played, I played a couple weeks ago, hungover as fuck. I went fifty-five, thirty-nine. <laughs> that's a little exactly. exactly. That's a little. That's exact. That's my golf game. So I got lucky a couple of times. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited, man. Harbor Town, I've never played. Hillen Head's awesome. So I'm pumped. There you go. That sounds like awesome. Yeah. Also, don't sleep on Shark Week. I'm watching. I've been watching the whole night. It's Shark Week is back, okay? No, it's not. Wait, let's. Do we need to go through the Phelps Shark race and how big of a no, bust and like dude, bust that was that was one that was one fucking program. That was I'm the talking, only I'm thing I've seen the- on a commercial or a billboard anywhere. Besides that, it's just sharks swimming in water. God, I'm watching this lost cage right now, and they had this fucking blonde chick who would blow your doors off. Oh my god, this is this is how you <laughs> get people to watch. I'm, I'm I'm switching over to Discovery as we <laughs> all she's all she's doing is drinking beer, laying on the fucking deck. She's not even part of the show; just some smoke shy guy. Well, it's like Paige Spearnack or whatever her name is. Just she's not, yeah, no, yeah, not even a real golfer. She's just a smoke show with big tits that swings a golf club. I love her. Yeah, they, they, throw, they throw her on there for ratings, and it works because we're a bunch of idiots. <laughs> okay, so the Lost Cage comes on at nine thirty for me. Devil Sharks is about to start. No, I'm watching Devil Sharks too. The Lost Cage was just just ended. Make sure you catch it at nine thirty, dude. Tell me about that girl. She's whoa. <laughs> word, word. I'll definitely. Do they do Sharknado during Shark Week, or is that just that's blasphemy and on a totally different channel? Oh, I heard they're playing. A tr- they're playing uh, four because they have Sharknado one through four now. Um, so they're playing them all. God, I didn't know there was four of them. I'm not sure what's more pathetic. No, that dude, you've they're seen awesome. four, or that there are four. Oh my god, dude! And they get better and better. Is dude. Tara Reid still in them? Does she show her tits? Uh, she looks like a crackhead. So I hope not. <laughs> but I don't know. She she always have that American Pie spot in my heart. Uh, Van Wilder. Yeah, that, that bitch fucked. Yeah, dude. Well, she did fuck on the cover of Playboy too. That was her last kind of a uh, hurrah time. Spot. Yeah, last hurrah, if you will. Anyway. Uh, that's, I don't know when we cut this off, but that'll probably do it for us. Famous, famous last words. <laughs> well, gentlemen, I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for uh, having me on. Sorry if I, uh, I guess, derailed the conversation and brought up things that didn't need to be spoken about. No, dude. No, it was <laughs> good. Got man. a little off the rails. That's whole, no, it was good, dude. <laughs> the whole thing does not need to be spoken. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, if y'all ever get the itch, don't be shy to come on uh, at the beginning of the week, maybe Mondays or Tuesdays. Loud and Obnoxious will be airing once football season starts. We'll recap the weekends, talk our gambling scores, and then uh, laugh, at, laugh at the old Miss uh, on-field presence. Yeah, we won't do that, but yeah. I'm just going to come on and troll that little podcast. Sounds like, a, sounds like a pretty standard Tuesday. <laughs> don't be shy. We'll take all the clicks we can get. <laughs> <laughs> Alright brother, good to be talking to you. Guys. I've been rolling on the freeway, I've been finding 85. I've been thinking way too much, and no way too gonna drive. I got anger in my chest, I got milkings on my mind. And you didn't fit the picture, so I guess you want the vibe. I've been rolling on the freeway, I've been finding. I've been thinking way too much, and I'm way too gonna drive. I got anger in my chest, I got milkings on my mind, and you 
didn't fit the picture, so I guess you want the vibe. Yellow V on my right leg, that's Gucci.